Have you ever wished you could just bottle up this podcast and be able to reference your favorite nuggets whenever you need them? That's exactly why I wrote Parenting with Pride. It's filled with all of the stories, tools, and wisdom of Just Breathe, plus so much more. I cannot wait to get this book to you, and it will be available to ship on May 14th. But you can pre-order it now on your favorite online bookstore or click the link in the show notes. If you have a favorite independent bookstore nearby, ask them to order it. It is perfect for their Pride Month campaign. As much as I love bringing you this podcast, this book, Parenting with Pride, Unlearn Bias and Embrace, Empower and Love Your LGBTQ Teen is next level. Part instruction manual, part warm hug. It is what every parent, ally and open-minded curious listener needs. Order it today. Welcome to Just Breathe, the podcast focused on transforming the LGBTQ plus conversation and supporting you on your journey with your LGBTQ loved one. You are not alone. Welcome. My name is Heather Hester, and I am so happy that you are here for the very first episode of Just Breathe, Parenting Your LGBTQ Teen. I have to tell you that I really contemplated the word parenting because there are so many different words that would fit. For instance, loving, empowering, understanding, supporting, so many words, but ultimately parenting seemed to encompass them all. So I am so excited to be here with you to transform this conversation around loving and raising an LGBTQ child. So you're wondering, I'm sure, what is this show going to be about? Well, the most obvious answer is, of course, parenting your LGBTQ child. Um, But I want you to know that this is not meant to be an in-your-face, just coming at you with, you need to do this and you need to do that. It really is more about conversation and transforming this conversation, actually having this conversation that so many either are afraid to have, don't know where they can have. Um, there's there's just so much around this that I'd like to cut through. That is really my point here, my my goal here. So some of the, the deeper issues, things um, that each of these episodes will really look into, and this will kind of weave um, in and out through each of the episodes is really talking about this coming out process. Um, Coming out, we hear a lot with regard to the child, adolescent, the teen, who is going through it. What does that mean exactly? They're coming out. We're really going to take a look at that. We're also going to look at what the coming out process means for you, because you as a parent have a process too. And in, in addition to supporting and trying to understand your child and 
be what they need and get them the support they need, you're having your own experience, your own process. And so I really want to talk about that and why it is important for you to have your process, in addition to the importance of your child having their full process. And that kind of moves into the next big topic that we'll weave in and out, which will be really exploring mental health. I am a huge proponent of mental health awareness and really talking about it, normalizing it, and am thrilled that it is no longer the ugly stepchild of the medical profession, but it is really getting the um, research and studies and uh, recognition that it needs and deserves because truly mental health and physical health go hand in hand. So we'll talk a lot about it um, with regard to just adolescence in general and what happens developmentally during this time. What we're really seeing right now in this in our time with what kids are dealing with, what the struggles that they're having and how this is affecting their mental health. And then, of course, we will discuss this um, very specifically to your LGBTQ child and what's the what some of the different struggles or very specific struggles uh, they have to deal with. So moving into uh, the third thing that I really, really want to weave in and out is reframing stigmas and debunking myths. There are so many out there that are frustrating, that are hurtful, that are flat out incorrect, wrong, absurd. So we're going to talk about the different stigmas that are specific to being a lesbian, being gay, being bisexual, being transgender, questioning all of these different things that are out there, we're going to reframe them, we're going to talk about them, and we're going to debunk them. And, um, and I'm going to give you some, you know, some tools, some facts that will really help, hopefully help you with having these conversations outside of listening to this podcast. Um, and that really goes into transforming this conversation. That's that's how we're going to do it. Um, you know, we transform things by understanding and embracing, and then actually talking about it and practice talking about it. Um, and you know, we'll do that through talking about. I will share a ton of our experiences my personal experiences, my family's experiences, my son's experiences. Um, and, you know, he has given full permission for me to talk about these things. So please do not feel uncomfortable that I am discussing things without his knowledge, because this he has given his his blessing on this podcast, and um, any of the writings that I do. Um, we will talk about how your kids 
outside of your child who is LGBTQ, your other children, their experiences, your other family members' experiences, things that you might run into, um, really just kind of putting this all out on the table and discussing the struggles, discussing the victories, because I think that's equally as important to discuss your victories, discuss when you've had a breakthrough, discuss when you just are feeling good or at peace or just when wonderful things happen. That's really important to discuss. And really how to advocate for your child, for yourself, for your family, and to then be an advocate in your community and then out in the world, wherever we are. How do we do that? Um, I think the obvious, uh, who, who is the show for? It's, it's a little, little obvious and probably silly to say this, but just in case anybody is still wondering, um, it is for anyone who has an LGBTQ child in their life, parents, not just for you, for your family members, anyone who you think could really benefit from information and research and just hearing that someone else is going through lots of someone else's are going through experiences that are similar to yours. There is so much to be said for not feeling alone. So family members, friends, um, even extended out to teachers, coaches, therapists, other community members, anyone who really wants to be part of this conversation, feels strongly about this conversation, this is who the show is for. So I think it is important that I give you a little background on who I am and why I am talking about this and why I feel so passionately about this topic. Um, First of all, I am the mom of four truly spectacular and extremely different kids. My oldest son is 19. I have a 16-year-old daughter, a 14-year-old daughter, and a 12-year-old son. Um, My husband, Steve, and I have been married for 21 years and uh, really, truly are so blessed. We have been through many highs and lows, and he's still my best friend, and I completely adore him, Um, and I know he feels the same way. And we just I feel very, very lucky because the strength of our relationship has really helped both of us and our family get through some some pretty tough times. So very, very grateful for that. Um, And of course, it it goes without mentioning, um, my very ill behaved, uh, but lovable golden doodle named Tegan, who, of course, sits right next to me during each of my recordings and while I work. So she is my lovely little sidekick. So I'm talking about this because of our oldest son, Connor, who is 19. Like I mentioned before, he is a freshman at NYU and is trans transitioning just 
beautifully to his freshman year there in Brooklyn. He's in the Tandon School of Engineering. And uh, we could not be happier or prouder of him, um, considering especially the journey that he has been on and what he has been through and we all have been through over the past few years. So um, he has, like I said before, he has given complete his complete blessing on talking about this, which is wonderful. Um, but he came out to us as gay in February of 2017, um, when he was 16. And uh, we happened to actually be on um, a couple's retreat at Miraval Spa in Arizona. And um, it was something that I had really, really been looking forward to for a very long time because I do not go away often. And um, we're just thrilled to go. I was thrilled to just be. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. Um, and the first night that we were there, we got a phone call uh, from my mother that Connor was missing. And uh, over the course of the, the next few hours, um, did finally locate him, um, not before the police were contacted and people were out searching and many phone calls were made to friends. And of course, you know, my husband and I were just terrified. My parents were worried. You understand. Um, so when I did finally get in touch with with Connor that evening, he finally did call me back. He was in tears and said, "You know, Mom, I have I have to tell you something." And I was like, "You know, of course, please." What what is going on? Are you okay? Are you hurt? Does somebody have you? And he said, "No, no. I I need for you to know that that I'm gay." And I was like, "Oh my gosh! Thank God! I thought you were dead." Literally, that is that was my reaction. And I, in that moment in time, I didn't care, and I haven't cared since then. But I was, it could not have been framed in a better way as terrifying as it was, because truly, it doesn't matter. I was just so happy that he was okay, that he was alive. And that, you know, this is something that we can work through, we will figure it out. And that's exactly what I said to him, we will figure out this out. It is okay. Your dad and I love you no matter what. It does not matter what anybody else around us thinks, what upbringing any of us had, we will figure this out. So there's a learning curve. We, We had no idea that he was gay, that he had been struggling with this for three years. And we we knew that he was struggling with depression and anxiety and just attributed it to school, attributed it to sports. He was so good at masking what was really causing him all of this pain that his finally coming out to us 
was a shock to us, but a huge relief to him, which is so important. So we were then able to move into learning and understanding and having him open up and start to really talk about what he had been going through. And when he started to realize and the things that he had done to figure it out um, and just really begin to learn and to begin to figure out what support he needed, what support we needed, what we needed to learn, what we needed to figure out. During this time as well, of course, being a shock for us, something that I've said a million times since then, there was a change. There was a change in our movie reel. The life that, of course, when you have children, you know, each one of them is born and you, every moment is so precious and so wonderful. And you look at the way that they're developing and the things that they are passionate about or the things they love to do. And you start picturing what their future is going to look like, what they're going to be, what possibilities lie out there for them. And there is a piece of that picturing, that movie reel, as I've caught it, called it, that changes. Your movie reel changes to a certain degree. And it is really important, and we will talk about this in later episodes, but I want you to know right now that it is really, really important for you to allow yourself that that time, that space to mourn the change in the movie reel. That doesn't mean that you're not accepting your child. That doesn't mean that you don't love them. That doesn't mean that you won't do anything to help them through their process and to lead a very healthy, happy life. It just means you have to mentally shift. So I'm just throwing that out there right now because I think that's really, really important. We certainly have had mental health struggles like I just mentioned. Um, We've also had substance abuse, substance use struggles. And that came a little bit down the road uh, with Connor. But that is something that we will delve into um, in future episodes and really talk about. But I think it's important for you to know, for you to understand that that is potentially a piece of your journey. And I think when we understand why, then we're better prepared, we can make better decisions, and we can be a better support to potentially prevent it. Um, and uh, it, or at least help them get through it more successfully. Um, and kind of the final piece of Connor's journey specifically that we will get into more later um, is uh, very dangerous impulsive behavior. So here's where it, on one hand, it is fabulous that 
kids are coming out and feeling more and more comfortable coming out at a younger age. It's also more difficult um, because their brains are not fully developed. Their brains actually don't fully develop until they're at least 25. And it's that frontal lobe that controls impulse and decision making and even pieces of personality that is not that is still developing. So, you know, it's it's the reason why one moment you look at your kid and you think, oh my gosh, you're the smartest thing I've ever known. I cannot believe this. And literally the next minute they're doing the stupidest thing that you've ever seen. And you stand there just kind of puzzled because it is quite extraordinary to witness. Um, well, that's why their frontal lobe is not developed. So uh, Connor's frontal lobe not being fully developed definitely led has led to some very dangerous, very impulsive behavior that we have had to um, deal with and help him through. Really, one of the biggest reasons that this this idea of this podcast and um, a lot of my other writing came into being is because when Connor first came out, um, we felt really alone. We felt really, really isolated. Um, we didn't know anybody else whose child was gay. We don't have any family members who are gay. We didn't, we really didn't know who to turn to, who to talk to, where to get support. And living in a community where a lot of things, and I know a lot of communities are like this, so it's not specific to my community, but living in a, I guess I should say a time where there are certain things that people just don't talk about. And so you, you don't know where to turn. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to have and to still have an extraordinary therapist who has been I mean, a lifesaver is the best way I can say it because I mean, not only has she been fabulous for me, but as far as helping us find these resources that we needed, um, she has been wonderful and just supporting my family in general. But finding that professional support was huge. Um, but we still have had a really hard time finding community, finding other peers and parents and people who are really on a similar journey. So that is a huge, huge reason why I've started this podcast is because we need community. And I don't want anyone out there to feel alone. You're not alone. You, there are people who do not know you, who are rooting for you, who are supporting you, who are there for you. And I really, really want to not only start this conversation, but continue it and spread it. That is, that's really the most important thing to me. So coming, coming up, what to expect in the next few weeks, a few topics that I'd really like to cover. Of course, the big one coming out. Now what? Now what do we do? 
um, so many things to talk about and interesting and and, and exciting kind of. And, um, you know, now that I, I'm in a very different spot, I can look at this in such a different way, in a way that I want to share information with all of you and really support you in, in this incredible journey. We will talk about spiritual concerns. I know that is a big one for a lot of people, myself included, and we will talk about it. We will dive deep into it. Um, that, in fact, was one of the very first things that I did was really research and really find answers. And I will tell you they are out there and they will give you peace and um, they will really, really help you, support you and um, just and not only you but your family and all all who are around you. So I'm really excited to share those things with you as well. And then um, we will talk about finding support, finding the support that's right for you. Um, you know, some people don't want to talk to a, a professional, another person. They'd rather figure things out on their own. And there are a ton of resources out there um, that are wonderful, books, websites, blogs. Um, I will share with you what I have found over the years. And um and just talk about you know, all the different kinds of support for you, for your child, for other family members. Um, and I think that's that'll be really, really fun to talk about. Um, before we wrap up today, I would like to just share my tip, my tool and mental shift for the day, which I think is rather appropriate um, and something very basic that we all need to do a couple of times a day at least. And that is to just stop, to pause yourself, and to just breathe. And I'm not talking like like the in out little shallow breath. I'm talking about really stopping yourself and taking that deep belly breath where you can really feel it all the way down and then let it out and really just allow, be present in that moment, in those moments. It will bring you, even if it's just a moment of peace, it will bring you peace, I promise. Remember, you are on a journey. This is not a sprint. This is not even a marathon. This is a journey. This is a lifelong journey. It's with your child, it is with yourself, it is with your family. There will be emotions, unforeseen situations that will come about, that will occur with no warning. There will be incredible victories and really tough struggles. In all of these moments, I just want you to allow yourself a moment to pause and to breathe. I actually have this quote on the door of my office that says, and I, I apologize to whomever said this because I don't know who said it, but I love it so much. Um, interrupt anxiety with gratitude. 
you really can use that in so many different ways. I could, you know, and this actually, I adapted it to interrupt stress with a breath. Uh, you can insert your emotion of the moment, interrupt anger with a breath, interrupt frustration with gratitude. However, you want to use that, it is so helpful. I just love it. So I'm giving that to you. That is your tip for today. And this is where I'm going to leave you for today. Thank you so, so much for joining me in this inaugural episode. This was really, really fun. And I hope that you will subscribe to Just Breathe and share it with anyone who needs comfort, a sense of community, and hope. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Does the thought of using pronouns respectfully or understanding certain terms in conversation make your palms sweat a little? No one likes that deer in headlights moment. So many of you have emailed me with questions on this topic, so I thought I'd put together a free guide so you can have all of this info just a click away. Pronouns Made Easy covers pronouns, of course, but also includes information on some of the most common confusing words and concepts, as well as a list of timely resources. Who can say no to a free lifeline, right? Just click on the link in the show notes or on the gorgeous graphic on the Chrysalis Mama homepage and a free copy of Pronouns Made Easy and a huge sigh of relief will land in your inbox.